new year, new you. If you are somebody who wants to improve your mental health in 2021, I'm going to teach you how to find a therapist that is good for you because we are not one size fits all. Hi, I'm Mallory Grimsty and I'm a licensed mental health therapist. I'm here to help you improve your mental health. In this video, I'm going to walk you through the five steps that you need to do in order to find the therapist that's right for you. Step one, why now? What is it about now that is making you want to seek therapy services? Is there something in your life that just isn't going the way that you thought it would go? 2020, anyone? Or maybe you just have more stress coming at you. Again, 2020, anyone? There might be circumstances that you weren't expecting that caught you by surprise, like a breakup or a death of a loved one. Or maybe you just didn't get into the college of your dreams. You might not even be able to figure out why it is that you're feeling the way you do. You just know that you want to feel differently. So one of the things that I really think is really important that you do before you even search for a therapist is to figure out why now and what you would like to be different by the end of therapy, because they're going to ask you that too. This will help you get clear on what goals you want to work on and accomplish in your therapy and help you find a therapist who specializes in the areas that you need help with. So we are not one size fits all. For example, I do not specialize in treating substance abuse or addiction. Now, not everybody who struggles with that is aware that that's what it is that they're struggling with. And that's where your first meeting can be really helpful. But you can get a leg up if you just take some time and get real real with yourself about what issues are impacting you the most and where you would like things to be different by the time you complete therapy. So one of the ways that I recommend that you go about this is by asking yourself this question. If you were to go to bed tonight and by some miracle, some magical thing happened and all your problems and struggles and worries just disappeared. When you woke up that next morning, what would life look like for you? What would be different? What would be the same? Would you have things that you're having more of or less of? This will help you get clear on what it is that you're actually looking for therapy to help you with. Step number two, check in on your health insurance and your budget for therapy. You may remember that I made a video a few weeks back about the four costs of therapy for teens. And this is really for anybody. So I want you to look at your budget for those four areas. Knowing what your health insurance covers and doesn't cover when it comes to therapy services and what therapists in your area work with that insurance will make the search so much easier and save you a lot of time and effort if you just get that information up front. Step number three. Start your search. Searching for a therapist is a lot like searching for a romantic partner or a friend. You don't always know where to start, but one of the best places to start is by asking the people that you know, love, trust, and respect who they think a good fit for you would be. Now, again, you want to make sure that this is a trustworthy and supportive individual that has good judgment <laughs> because you're gonna be trusting that they can respect your privacy and confidentiality with this information if you're not ready to just totally expose yourself. Just know that they may also hold you accountable and ask how your search is going. Just like dating apps, there are actually therapist profiles available online on search directories like Good Therapy or Psychology Today or Therapy Den, Therapy for Black Girls. There's lots of different therapy directories out there, so you don't have to necessarily limit your search to just one. But there's also 
just good old plain google.com. One of the questions that we actually ask everyone who calls the office for information about how to work with me is how did they find out about us? And the number one way hands down over and over again is good old Google. Google is great too because you can put in different search factors like specialty area or location. Now in the United States of America, our licensing laws tend to be by state, at least at the time that this video is being recorded. I hope that it changes at some point, but we're not quite there yet. So you need to make sure that wherever you're searching, the person is also licensed in your particular area where you will physically be located at the time of service. This is not your primary residence, it's actually your physical location. That's because licensing laws are made to protect the people in that actual state. So it's kind of like if you were to steal a candy bar in Ohio and you get caught, even though you might be a resident of New Jersey, they're still going to prosecute you under Ohio laws, not New Jersey laws. Same thing goes for mental health licensing. Step number or get to know and feel out the different therapists. So you can actually start to get to know different therapists by checking out their profiles or their websites. A lot of therapists, even if they don't have a YouTube channel like me, do have some sort of video on their website now which can showcase their personality and therapy style. You'll start to get a feeling for getting to know them, but also uh, do you, you like them and how they help? Do you trust that they're a good provider for your needs? Now you won't get that all just from Google and websites. You'll also have to schedule what's called a client assessment appointment. Now that first appointment is all about getting to know each other and seeing if you're the right fit for each other. It's kind of like a first date. You might see their profile on a dating app and be like, oh, okay, they are speaking my language. But then you show up and maybe they're just not a vibe. Now, just like dating, always recommend that don't always go based on that first date. You might want to give them a few tries to see if there's room to grow in that relationship or not, if you're interested in a relationship. Therapy is not like a hookup situation. <laughs> We're not like dip in, dip out. It, it really is a relationship, so you're going to want to invest a little more time and energy to see if it's a good fit. And just like in dating, as much as you are getting to know them, let the therapist get to know you too. And then this leads me to step number five, and that is assess and reassess. We know that relationships change and grow over time as they should. The people who got you to where you are today may not be the same people to get you to where you're going tomorrow. And the same is true for therapy. Sometimes we outgrow that relationship. Sometimes the help that we need morphs and changes into a new direction. Therapy is one of those unique relationships where you want to talk to your therapist about what's changing and what you need. We're weird that way in that we actually like to celebrate with you when it's time to move on. Whether you've accomplished all the goals that you've set out to complete in therapy or your needs and circumstances have changed and you're ready to try out a different form of help. We are here to celebrate you and all of your success. Now you may be wondering, how do I even have the conversation with my parents about my mental health struggles so that they can make that appointment for me? I got you. There's a whole playlist on the screen right over here that you can check out, which is all about how to talk to your parents about 
about different mental health struggles. And I'm going to be updating that over time as well. So you definitely want to go check that out. And if you found this information helpful, please be sure to share it. You never know who you could be helping. Thanks for watching.